Welcome back to a single quest <laughs> podcast, the one-on-one Dungeons and Dragons podcast where we make up the story as yeah, we, we do. Go. I'm your dungeon master, Zachary Phillips. With me, as always, is the amazing player character Matt Dimitridis. Amazing, Zach. He's the amazing player who plays the player character. You shouldn't have. And with us, as always, is the dungeon master. We just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a circle. First of all, happy holidays, everybody. Hopefully you enjoyed a good good lengthy Meatball Jones adventure last week. Mm-hmm. And you're joining us again for what should be a short episode as we're beginning to record it. The plan is for this to be a brief episode. Mm-hmm. But you might be looking down at your phone right now and go, oh my goodness. <laughs> Either, yes, this really is a short episode, no, this is an average episode, or, or man, these guys really let this one get away from and them. The, and they have bars. Yeah. That's that's the only way this could be a very long episode, is if we end up being <laughs> really good. I will be shocked. <laughs> uh, but we'll, uh, we'll, 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 you'll see why it might be a little bit short. Um, but before we get into the podcast, uh, we, as you know, I have been encouraging and hoping for our followers to leave us reviews send us email reviews just little things to help us promote the show better the show etc um and in the times that we don't have those reviews we like to find silly things online to read aloud uh so in the spirit of the holidays i went and picked a review for a very well-known beloved christmas movie rudolph the red-nosed reindeer this is specifically a dvd uh copy online so matt why don't you go ahead and give that a read all right let me pull it up this is by aaron gilmore verified purchase one star reviewed Mm. in 2018 50 years all in caps still treating rudolph like a misfit no bonus Mm. features Ooh. all right now the review begins i have loved the story of rudolph ever since i was a little boy i even have a mini collection of sorts Well, this summer, I found that my classic Rudolph DVD had been stolen, so I decided to pick up the Blu-ray after Christmas. Not only was I surprised that the 50th anniversary edition had skimpy extras, the extras weren't there. The menu on the disc didn't even say it's the anniversary edition. I wonder if the company just took old Blu-rays from a bare-bones release and put a new label on the disc. So disappointed. I'm gonna find out what I can do. 26 people found this helpful. (laughs) That's my favorite part. I'm gonna figure out how to solve... Like, so, so, so don't get me wrong. Yeah. This person, I read it and I was kind of like, alright, this guy's kind of like... It's Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. How many of the extras do you need? Whatever. Like, I was being a little sassy, but at the end, he goes, I know what I, like, I, know what I want. I'm going to do something about it. So at least he's not just like, you know, sure, I don't know if he did sure. figure something I mean, out. he probably didn't. He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would. He just seems like, at the end of the day, he's a guy that gave Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer a one-star review on the internet. It's very clearly a movie he loves <laughs> yeah. a lot. Sorely disappointed. I guess it holds a dear place in his heart. Well, well, thank you so much, Aaron Gilmore. And if you, you have a review that, that you want to leave us, uh, look at that transition. Please feel free to uh, to send it our way. And if you like the podcast, um, feel free to share it with someone. Share the yep. holiday Word spirit. Of mouth. 
word of mouth goes a long way. Share the holiday spirit, indeed. Now, curl up with a cup of cocoa, look out the window at the snow, and let's begin the show. That was not planned. That was not planned. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So for today's episode... The journey uh, for for continuity's sake, uh, for for all you out there uh, maintaining the uh, the a single quest uh, Wikipedia page, all the all the fan blogs uh, that are out there, very obviously, this episode does take place um, while Brandy and Toby are on their journey to yogurt. Mm. This is uh, the night after uh, our previous episode in the Temple Dungeon, and with that, we're going to jump into. A very special episode. Twas a snowy winter's night, and deep in the wood, a young Toby was sleeping, just like a young wizard should. When all of a sudden there crashed a big clatter, and young Toby rose to see what was the matter. Toby, please make a perception check. That's an 18. There, at the base of an evergreen tree, the snow was a perfect sheet, aside from two tiny curled shoes covering up two tiny curled feet. Out from the snow, the two little feet wiggled, they flipped, they flappled, they fidgeted, they jiggled. Would you like to try and help him get out? Yeah, I I, I go up to the the feet and I say... What ho, young, young thing? What news do you bring? (laughs) You hear a... (laughs) From beneath the snow. You listen closely, but what it means, you do not know. I take my hands from my pockets. And I shoot them into the trunk like rockets. And I, I pull them out. <laughs> okay, roll a strength check. <laughs> oh, 20, unnatural. You grab his ankles and give a big tug. There's a slide, a shift, and you hear him cry, Ugh! The small man does flip out from the snow. He does a quick somersault. And wouldn't you know, before you stands a gnomish man, no taller than three foot three. He has a bright red beard and a big round belly. I a tall one, he says with a smirk. The name's Yuletide McCormick, but my friends call me Kirk. You might be wondering how I fell into the snow. It's a harrowing tale, and I'll keep you in the know. I am from a secret gnomish town beyond that frozen bog. It's a lovely little village which we call Eggnog. Today is a holiday for us small gnomish folk, where we drink, we gamble, we sing, and we joke. But I fear all of our gnomish gifts have been stolen away. The decorations are gone, the town in disarray. I chased after the guilty monster as I saw it try to flee. But I'm afraid these hips are not what they used to be. I failed, and it got away. So I suppose this is the end. Unless you, sir, would consider being a good friend. What ho, little one? I would be on my way. But because of your tale, I think I should stay. 
I'll help you on your noble quest. And Toby lifts up and clutches his breast and says with a smile, I... Oh, God, this is so hard. (laughs) I help those in need. So please, tell me quickly, what do you uh, need? (laughs) Hey, not bad. That's pretty good. need with need. Yeah, that's all right. (laughs) Right Righto, right on. He gives your hand a shake. I don't have many weapons, but I do have this rake. (laughs) He gives a quick descriptor of this mean monster's look. It's got big yellow eyes and a nose with a crook. It has bright yellow fur and carries a poker. And the best way to track it is its oniony odor. <laughs> oh, no. Would you like to try and smell the beast? Yeah, I'll, I'll do a perception check for onion sna- smells. <laughs> uh, 17. 17. You lean out to search, and you give a big sniff. You huff and you puff, and you catch a whiff. Ugh, a horrid smell, one most disgustingly foul. It smells like a stinky turd wrapped up in a stinky towel. (laughs) I think I smell this foul beast. It smells of onions and uh, unused yeast. You and Kirk, your newfound adventuring friend, follow the stench almost hoping not to find its end. As you travel through the snowy white snow, you suddenly slip! Make a deck saving throw! Man, solid rolls today. I'm feeling quite gay. Uh, uh, 21. Sounds like fun! You lose your balance, you slip and you slide, flat on your back, round and round you glide. It's a lovely sled ride. You slip and flip and then you come to a stop and Kirk says, again! You continue to slide down various hills, snowboarding on just your feet with righteous skills. (laughs) Eventually, though, you and your friend decide once again to find the smell's end. As you continue... Between different snowdrifts, you notice strange shapes. Are those... They are. Gifts. All scattered, all tossed about in the snow you do find. Boxes and ribbons and bags of all kind. Why, McCormick, these seem to be the gifts you are after. But to bring your town, your town's children, glee and laughter. Well, dear friend... I don't mean to ruin your glee with gruff, though this is many of the gifts. I don't think it's enough. Uh, I look around to see what I can find. Make an investigation check. Ah, it doesn't seem I am totally blind. That's a 17. Look at that. You're doing great. I have a Google Doc with all this planned out. <laughs> I've, 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 I've had a couple improvs, but you're crushing it. Hell yeah. You strike luck! In the very first box that you open up, you find a special little hat. (gasps) A red cap with white fur is the sight that you see. It is a magical hat. To your attack rolls, it adds three. Oh, whoa! A magic Don't like it too much, Kirk says with a burp. That there's a gift intended for some little twerp. 
From here, you and Kirk, once again, can pick up the smell. You follow it and... Ugh, does it reek of hell. As you walk, and the smell gets more grave, you see a snowy shelter. Why, it's a snow-made cave. That must be the monster's camp. Would be the plan of attack you could sneak around through and I just hang back? Do you happen to the no- to know the monster's name? Or its... Uh... Motivations. It's plan. It's game. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, I think I'm going to sneak around back. And try to find a mode of attack. Very well. You begin to move closer. You crouch and you crouch before Kirk holds his hand up, stopping your approach. I should be honest, uh, Toby. This special winter day ain't what it used to be. Enough for me, anyway. At home, I'm a big grouch and I must acknowledge that it's because my only girl has gone off to college. Chick Nugget University, go Chick Nugs, they say. <laughs> or in her case, sorry, Mom and Dad, I won't be home this holiday. Oh. I guess I chase this beast because when push comes to shove, I know you want to give gifts while you can to the ones you most love. So I'm giving those gifts, friend. I should be less grumpy, more frank. He places something in your palm, looks up, and says... Thank. After a tendering moment, he su- he smiles and goes off to stretch. You notice the gift, and you actually retch. It is black licorice. What a stroke of bad luck! I mean, who likes black licorice? Seriously, what the heck? Who likes black ri- licorice? Does anyone <laughs> like black licorice? I want to know. It's nasty. <laughs> As you approach to enter the snowy cavern, it smells as bad as a chilly night at the smelliest tavern. Sitting there, counting the presents, is a big, smelly yellow monster without an ounce of pleasance. Go ahead and make a stealth check, if you will. Ooh. That's not great. I got a nine. <laughs> Not an eight. You sneak. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You sneak in the snow, carefully snuck to sneak, when your damp shoes rub together and give the loudest little squeak. What? What? Who goes there? Who enters my home? I'll beat the living shit out of you. Who the <laughs> fuck are you? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Go ahead and roll for initiative. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, 12. Christmas monster. Roll Non denominational monster. <laughs> yes. Holiday beast. <laughs> Toby and then Kirk. 
Okay. Oh, I don't have a rhyme for this. I gotta freestyle. <laughs> I have to freestyle and think on the fly. The monster grabs his poker and gives it a try. <gasps> Makes an attack throw. Nice. Attack throw. An attack roll. Try me. <sighs> Blimey. <laughs> so uh, bad. Some of these are so bad. <laughs> uh, 13. Does not hit me. The monster swings wide, but you deftly dodge it. Oh, you think you're so strong, bingy dingy pocket. <laughs> uh, it's your turn. I I dodge out of the way. Uh and take out the cap and place it on my head. And uh, I and I don't I don't rap. That's uh, I'm not a rapper. But I'm not a rapper. See, uh, rap is great because Christmas it could be rap or rap. That's true. So I'm gonna stab him. Uh. So that's a plus three plus my attack bonus, right? With that cap. Mm-hmm. 12, 34, 36, 17 to hit. You wallop him. Kablooey, kablowey. You deal... How much uh, damage? Oh, wow. 12. 12 12 points. damage! And he cries out, Owie! Unless you have any more rhymes you'd like to spurn, that'll bring us to Yuletide McCormick's turn. Aw. No thank you, sir. Ooh. Kirk swings hard with a swing to take the cake. He hits the monster, dealing one damage with his rake. Hey. Try this on for shies. The yellow monster raves as you and Kirk must make constitution saves. Ooh. Uh, Twenty-one. Kirk rolled a one and a one. Oh, as an eleven. No. Oh, okay. As an eleven. I couldn't think. I I blew it. I could have. I could have done that in reverse. <laughs> when you rhyme it, it's like Kirk rolled an eleven or a one and a one, and that would. I don't know. Okay. <clears throat> a gross yellow mist floats off of the beast. Oh God! It smells like cat litter mixed with rotted yeast. But your fortitude is strong, too strong for the stench. You could handle any smell, even someone French. That brings us back to you. I look to McCormick who's down on the ground and I look at the beast who's giving a frown and I say to the beast we don't have to fight it's that time of year don't have to live in fright I propose this you you haven't gotten gifts well try this on for size And I open my fist. And there, in my palm, is the black licorice. And I uh, put it to my mouth and I blow it like a kiss. (laughs) You watch as the licorice floats in the air and floats over. And the beast plucks it from the air like a little four-leaf clover. Yeah! (laughs) I don't know why or how it happened to float. Perhaps this is a dream. 
it's not important. Or maybe I'm the goat. Or maybe you're the goat. <laughs> as Yuletide preps up another attack, the beast holds up a hand as if to hold him back. Wait, stop! The beast says, I yield. Take these gifts back. A most still shield. I see now the error of my way. The gnome holiday is about giving. I learned it. Even if it is cliche. <laughs> Truly, I thank you for not beating the tar out of me. For without with that simple beating, the truth I, I, I might never see. He slumps down in his seat, leans back, and begins sniffing that disgusting little treat. You and Kirk can pack up the stolen toys, and you pack up the letters for the good girls and good boys, mm -hmm. for the good grown-ups, the good teens, the good monsters, and everything in-betweens. Looks like you weren't such an evil old Grinch. Thank you so much for not being a beast <laughs> furrows his brow and tilts his head to the side but you think you see his heart has grown a size the beast even permits you to take his stolen sleigh and your trip is cut shorter out out and away kirk delivers you back to your previous camp where he gives you a wink and says thanks champ Aiden Eggdog, we have a saying, wherever you be, wherever you are, you deserve good gifts and cheer, no matter how far. I miss my girl more than you can imagine, but you saved this holiday with the bravery of a dragon. Dra dragon. <coughs> so thanks again, Toby, and if your brain's in a fog, remember that silly cold night where you saved Eggnog. And with that, he winks and slays off into the dark as you settle to sleep with your back against some bark. You close your eyes and drift to good dreams, and when you wake up, everything is back to the way it usually seems. In fact, you see your good pal Brandy, who is still rather short, like a fun-sized piece of candy. You ready to get back on the road, Toby? Uh, uh, oh, Brandy, it's you. Well, yes. I guess I am. Wow, we slept until two. Are you okay? Uh, uh yeah, sorry. Um, I guess I just had a weird dream, and I look behind me. Are there any tracks around? The snow seems to have fallen considerably overnight. You have snow on you when you woke up. Uh, you were cold. If there were any tracks, they probably got covered up. Huh. <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe it was just a dream. Yeah, let's keep moving. Yeah, we're almost there, so, uh, on the hop. Uh, you okay? Yeah, yeah, I am. Uh, one second. I reach in my pocket. Is there anything there? Any licorice? Or any hat or anything? In your hand, which had felt a bit ticklish, you see a disgusting black streak from that disgusting black licorice. Oh. 
Thoughts of the smell, the night, feel like a distant memory as you begin to follow your friend to more adventuring reverie. And that's where our story ends for this time. It was unique. We will not do another that rhymes. <laughs> this was a rough year. It seemed to last and last, but we cannot thank you enough for trying our podcast. And if you're out there this season feeling sad, lonely, or just not your best, we just want to wish you a happy holiday here at a single quest. Wow. And that's where we will end this year's see not season, this year of a single quest episodes. Hope everyone has a happy holiday. Happy New Year. We will be back January with a new episode. Love you all. See you next year. Mm-hmm.